the only thing I pay attention to on those little, um, sorry, I'm going to do that again because I heard the door shut. Hello and welcome to Grumble Pack. Hello and welcome. I am Eli Wenstrom. I'm primarily an illustrator and game dev. You can find most of my work on my Twitter at E-L-I-D-E-E-Art. You can also find my portfolio at EliWenstrom.com. I also do sell stickers, prints, and digital commissions of my work on my Etsy, also at E-L-I-D-E-E-Art. And I am Jasmine Gower. I am a fantasy author and freelance editor and game dev. Got him. Got him. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at JAS underscore Gower, and you can find my author website at jasminegower.com and my editing website at publishing.jasminegower.com. So for today's topic, we are a little bit behind the curve for this one. I will admit we're not exactly. I That's okay. Because I think it's actually going to end up being pretty spicy, our conversation. That's fair. That's fair. Because since you... we decided to have yeah. this topic, I have had a pretty extreme change of heart about this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You don't even know. I, I don't. I haven't told you yet. I've been sitting I don't. on it for almost like, a week. The, the last time we spoke, you, you didn't sound particularly happy with the game to begin with, so I'm excited to see what direction this it's, goes in. Yeah, I, I think I'll save it towards the end of the discussion, though. Okay. Um, so so today we're, we're going to talk about Spiritfarer. Um, I've got some some crunchy numbers here to go over real quick. That's excellent because I totally forgot to research okay, any like that's biographical yeah. data about this game. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so Spiritfarer is by Thunder Lotus Games, who are a Canadian indie game dev studio. They had two games before this, which was Yontan in uh, 2015 and Sundered in 2018, and then Spiritfarer released in August 2020. In it, you replace uh, Charon as the sort of farrier of souls through the afterlife, and you're the point of your character is to sort of guide them through what they need and then take them through to the end of the afterlife, which is uh, the Everdoor. It is a fully 2D animated game. While I was looking up some of the stuff about the studio, they they really push that they work with 2D art a lot, mm. which is really nice. Although I did find a little tidbit about how there might be some 3D sprites specifically for transitional animations, but ah. I'm not sure how well I understood the interview that I was reading, <laughs> because they really do, they, they focus a lot on how they, they work in Toon Boom, and they do a lot of 2D animation, they had right. a bunch of pencil tests, which are really beautiful, and it is a very pretty game. It is, it's got that really lovely, like, almost traditional uh, Disney animated movie mm -hmm. aesthetic to it, that yeah. I really enjoyed. At its, like, most core mechanic, it's like a base management sim. You, yeah. You grow food, you build houses, you help your spirits be happy in what they're doing. You can cook. You can. The cooking is fun. You can also fish. You can fish, because <laughs> this is a video game that released after the year 2017. Okay, the entire game does take place, like, the main base it, you, is, it is on a boat. It's on a boat, yeah. It's this, on a boat. This one I'm more forgiving to yeah. the fishing mini games, because yeah. it's like, yeah, no, that does make sense. Um, where do where do we want to get started with talking about the game? Um, that's ooh, that's a good question. Uh, should we start with the, the our little spirit fair character? Your yeah, player character yeah. Stella. I'd love to talk about Stella. Yeah, and Daffodil because this game is built to be technically co op compatible co no matter what. Co op, yeah, yeah. So you play as this girl child. I, I actually where I got in the game, mm -hmm. it's uh, ambiguous to me whether. 
She was a child or not? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure either. Uh, she appears to be a child. Yes. Uh, named Stella, who has a cat named Daffodil. And they have, oh, I forget the name of the, like, light power. Everlight. The, the Everlight, Everlight uh, which can kind of transform into different tools that they need to, to help them build up their boat to ferry souls to the Everdor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just, they're uh, a non-verbal protagonist, so they don't talk. They seem pretty charming. They have very expressive facial animations mm-hmm. <laughs> that play out as they're talking to the various residents of this afterlife that kind of help communicate what they're feeling in any given moment. But for the most part, they're a pretty blank slate protagonists. Or she, sorry. Um, With the nonverbal protagonists, yeah. I default to be yeah. like, oh, they probably don't have, like, a set gender. So this one does yeah. specifically have a set yeah. gender, yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, I, I might have misunderstood a couple of the spirits that I've run into so far, but it's my understanding also that all of the spirits that you help over the course of the game, I'm only about 40% of the way through the game right now, all have a personal connection to Stella. They, at least the vast majority of them knew her beforehand. I am a little unclear on that point, actually. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like, very explicitly did know her. Like, mm-hmm. um, the first spirit you meet, Gwen, was her childhood mm-hmm. friend. There's Uncle Atul. Uh, your Uncle Atul. The- Summer was an aunt by marriage. Mm-hmm. One character, I don't know, have you met Beverly yet? I have not. I've made her house, but I have not met her. Ah. Uh, Beverly seems to think that she was Stella's neighbor, and there's Mm -hmm. evidence that that was the case, but it's also kind of ambiguous if that's accurate or if if Beverly's just very confused about her relationship to Stella, or she's mistaking her for a different Stella or something. It's... It's the, a little unclear to me. The The one that caught me off guard was uh, Gustav, because mm-hmm. when you're speaking to him to begin with, there's no really indication, I think, yeah, that I, he knew Stella, but... I've well, met a few spirits that don't have... They don't indicate at all that they've known Stella previously, so... But at one point, when I was talking to Gustav, he did mention um, that he mentioned to Stella about his work before he died, mm-hmm. and then he offhandedly said, and I suppose you used to help me with that too, as well. Okay. So I think it's... I might have gotten that dialogue option, too. I don't seem yeah. to remember. It's, it was a very quick one-off thing, and I was yeah. like, hold on. Hold on, you knew Stella, too? Yeah. So I'm, I'm starting to think at least the vast majority of them have some sort of Several of them there. do, definitely. And the whole point of the game is to eventually let go of these characters. It's right. A, it's a very... The, the Your final moments with them when you take them to the Everdor when they're ready to go are very long and pensive because mm-hmm. there's a very slow boat ride. You have to take them up right. to the Everdor and then you have a final hug with them because you can hug every single character in this game. <laughs> you can. That's delightful. Yeah. And each of the spirits have their own specific sort of like hang-ups and issues that they are dealing with, uh, that you are helping them go through. Mm-hmm. They all have favorite foods and foods that favorite they will foods. not eat. Um, I don't know if you've met Mickey and his brother yet. I but sure have. Oh my god, are they a pain in the ass to I... feed. <laughs> his favorite food's garlic bread. That's all I got so far. Yeah, no, did you get to the part where Bruce demands that you make them a lobster roll? No. After you've already gotten the information that Mickey is allergic to craving. No! <laughs> you make him the lobster roll, he's like, what the fuck is this? My brother's allergic to crayfish. <laughs> Mickey, please. I am not a fan of Bruce, Bruce and Mickey. Bruce. But they're so cute 
is my problem. I... That's that is the thing. All of the spirits that you help are these sort of animals. They, uh... um, they they manifest as animals in the afterlife. And Mickey and Bruce are my favorite designs so far because they're a very big bull who moves very slowly and a very tiny hummingbird who drags his brother around the ship. (laughs) My favorite is still Alice, uh, the old little hedgehog lady. She's so cute. So cute. Real, like, red wall vibes going on with her. Mm -hmm. I love her. And as much as I dislike the character, I really like the design for Giovanni. I don't know yeah, he... Giovanni's design is great. He's an absolute piece of shit. Oh, he's the fucking him. worst. He's such a prick. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, and so over the course of the game, you slowly um, can go farther and farther around with your ship. You upgrade the ship, you get certain things so you can smash through an ice wall that was stopping you from going a certain place. Mm-hmm. Uh you expand your ship so that you can get more things on it. You can grow fruit, vegetables, and grains in three different spaces. You can keep sheep, which I'm a big fan of. Yes. <laughs> the little ch- trimming sheep animation I, is very cute. I love cute. The, an- the expression on the sheep's face. Yes. <laughs> Sheer their fur is so good. Um, and you can do various refining tasks, like crushing items to gain, like, powder or oils, uh, you can spin and weave threads, you can smelt ores and glass, you can uh, chop up logs into planks. I think that's about where I'm at right now. I know there's probably yeah. more things to do. There's, but I don't know if you've gotten the smithy yet, but you can also yet. create uh, like sheets of metal. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. And each various thing ties into the next thing. Yes. And and you can cook. Yes, the cooking is very fun. It's a, it's a very uh, basic system, but there's a lot that you can there's get There's a lot it. of possible recipes, uh, yeah. which I like. It's I think it's two two ingredients max. And is then that... yeah. But yes, it's it's very enjoyable and it definitely scratches that like got to go, got to go, got to go yeah. itch that's at the back of my brain all the time yeah. because even as you're actively moving from point A to point B, you have time to go run around and do all these yeah, fun things do, on do your, things on your boat that yeah. you need to get the next upgrade you need to move on in the game get mm-hmm. the next spirit etc 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 yeah i will say the game's tutorials are not great i there i don't know if it's just me and finding their control system a little um unintuitive mm-hmm. but for most of the new systems once you implement them there's not there's not a lot of direction for what you're supposed to do and if you mm-hmm. don't have a lot of i imagine if you don't have a lot of knowledge with like general video game languages they will fly right over your head specifically i remember i had a lot of issues with the sawmill mm. because there was no indication that i was missing anything to begin with because you build it and then your uncle improves it so that you can actually use it properly. But when you first start using it, it just starts happening and there's nothing telling you that yeah. you're doing it wrong. And so I didn't realize there was an issue. <laughs> I almost feel like with that specific example, because I had the same experience, mm-hmm. I think you are supposed to mess it up. So then mm-hmm. the tool can show up and be like, you're doing it yeah. wrong. That that does make sense. I, I, I do agree that some of these systems yeah. are not super intuitive. Because, like, when I built the, the crusher mm-hmm. and Bruce was just like, you just got to go and you got to crush. You, you smash like, it. okay, what button is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's, when in doubt, apparently the button is E, but that's not always But sometimes forward. it's R. Yeah, and for, like... And it's uh, like they're, it's, they're right next to each other on the keyboard. That's maybe mm-hmm. not the best no. thing, but... And I know I got a little bit trapped uh, when I first started sawing down trees. Because it's a very cute, sweet animation where Daffodil comes over and you make a big saw 
and then it just stops. Yeah. Because you're supposed to press the back and forth keys, yeah. and it's it's very it kind of assumes that you will intuit what the answer is for a lot of mm-hmm. stuff, which is kind of frustrating. And then there's the issue of getting resource locked. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I th- this seems like as good a place as any. Yes. I still feel like we haven't. I don't know. I don't really have anything to add more about the game I generally mean, before we go into this. Yeah, I, I will topic say topic of me having issues with this game. I mean, I, I will say the game is fun. It's very pretty. It has some problems. It's beautiful. It's got a lot of heart. Um, I since we decided we were going to talk about this yes. game, have stopped playing it entirely. Oh, God. Yeah, so there were two problems. First was my issue with the marble that mm-hmm. I had. Um, I did realize mm-hmm. I did fully miss Astrid. Okay, when yeah, I did, Astrid I did have is very helpful her, with yeah. resource locking. Yeah, um, and because if I had had the access to the turtles, yes. <laughs> I would have just been able to farm marble that way. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, but I don't know what it was. Like, I missed the CEO the first mm-hmm. time around, or he didn't show up. I could access that area the whole time, but okay. for some reason, in my head, I was like, I already went there, and he wasn't there. Okay, So weird. he must be on the other side. Weird. Okay, yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, I eventually unlocked her after mm-hmm. I had gotten all the marble that yeah. I needed to progress. Um, but what happened was... I needed the rock breaker upgrade for my ship to get to the area that's blocked off by the rocks. Mm -hmm. For that, I needed marble, uh, one of the crafting resources you can get in the game. You can use marble to craft a lot of things that are not the rock breaker, uh, mostly upgrades to things Mm -hmm. on your ship, which means that if you try to salvage those buildings on your ship, Mm -hmm. you don't get any marble back. Yeah. The only way to get marble where I was at in the game was by looting it from crates that had, I think, like a one-sixth or Mm one-fifth chance of having any marble at all. Yeah. And once you loot the crates, they despawn and you have to wait for them to respawn. Mm -hmm. So I was stuck for four hours just kind of driving my boat in circles, waiting for these crates to respawn so I could get marble out of them and continue Mm -hmm. with the game. It was incredibly frustrating. I'd been having a blast with the game up till that point, Mm -hmm. about eight hours until I got stuck at this part uh and once i got stuck it like i've never had a game like in my mind flip from being a 10 out of 10 to a mm-hmm. 2 out of 10 yeah quite so fast i was miserable i was having an awful time with it and i had just like i was operating fully on the sunk cost fallacy at a certain point yeah. it's like i have to keep pushing through because if i you know just start over and i'm more careful with my my marble next time mm-hmm. it's like i can't, I can't bring myself yeah, to no, start over no. after putting in eight hours but i've also been working for you know four hours trying mm-hmm. to get the rest of the marble mm-hmm. and i only have eight nine eight ten it it's like Very at a certain point it's like if i don't just find these last two marbles i'm gonna give up on this game entirely i i will say i did not realize how vital astrid and her getting you to the turtles was because i think the only other place that you can specifically farm marble is the um there's a mine where you need to have at least three different upgrades upgrades. to get into it and that's which i think if i had gotten astrid and giovanni Mm -hmm. i might have been able to access that earlier too but it's at the very least if i had known that astrid was there Mm -hmm. I would have had more to do in between yeah. running circles waiting for it's, crates to respawn. It's frustrating so that, that something. missing one thing fucks up your experience yeah. that much. Yeah, but I eventually moved past it and I started having fun again. I got more spirits. Um, unfortunate, because the ones I got immediately after that kind of all <laughs> sucked. <laughs> it's like all my favorite spirits had already moved on and yeah. then I got like Bruce and Mickey and Astrid and Giovanni and Beverly and I was like, you guys... 
I am very all- excited for all of you to get <laughs> off of my boat, actually. You guys suck. God, I miss summer. Yeah, I know. I went on for, like, another probably eight hours of gameplay. I was mm-hmm. fine. I was having a good time. I was unlocking things and upgrading things and progressing through the game. And then I reached a point where I had done everything I could do, as I had done earlier with the marble, yes. or everything I think I can do, mm-hmm. and I need one resource to get another boat upgrade. Mm-hmm. And this resource is ectoplasm. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to do the thing with the marble and just try to figure it out. Like, yeah. I might be missing something again. I'm going to look it up this time. I'm yes. Go on the internet. I'm going to look it up. So I go on the internet and the internet's like, okay, so what you need to do to get ectoplasm is you need to have four spirits move on. It's like, okay, I just got that. Done I just done. Yeah. I just moved Giovanni onto hell where he belongs. <laughs> That's my fourth spirit, I think, at that point, so I'm ready for that. Or no, he was my fifth. But Beverly and Giovanni both move on simultaneously, basically, for me. So the thing is, once you get four spirits, then you will be able to fish up a a mysterious seed. Because I had been stuck on the marble for so long, Mm -hmm. I had done all of the fishing I would ever need Mm, to do for the... Like, I I had all of the fish that I was ever going to need. I had no reason to go fishing Mm -mm. again. Mm -mm. So it would not have occurred to me to go fishing again to find this thing that I needed, which was a seed. And then you have to plant the seed Mm that will grow into a mushroom that you then harvest, and it turns into a spirit who has a beetle that can harvest the ectoplasm from lighthouses for you. Okay. And once I read that, I was just like, I'm done. That's so much time. That's it. I'm done. That's so much. That's such a time thing. I never would have stumbled on that on my own. And the fact that... There's a lot of stuff like that. It it feels like the game is setting me up to get stuck. And it's not fun to get stuck in a game like this. Like, this is a cozy, cute little... Mm -hmm like, pastel meditation on death. This isn't fucking Dark Souls. No. <laughs> and even even if it was, like, when I get stuck on something in Bloodborne, mm-hmm. the problem usually is I am not... I have not yet gotten good. I haven't yet. The skills have not progressed. The, to the skills point. have not progressed. With the, like, with the marble thing specifically, it was like, I know where I need to go. Mm-hmm. I know what I need to get there. I know where to find the thing that I need to get there, and yet I am unable to progress yes. because of fucking the random number god. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That is a shitty it's, it's video not game good. experience. It's not good. It is not enjoyable. It is so frustrating. And then the fact that the next time I got stuck, it was on, on just this bizarre ritual that I never would have been able to intuit, Mm-mm. because there's no suggestion up no until this indication. point that you can grow spirits out of the ground. Yeah, that's not... They're all animal people that yeah. you find and do little quests for. You don't just d- dig them out of the dirt yet, but that's I... what this was. It's like, how was I supposed to even guess that that was an option? Uh-uh. How was I supposed to guess that I would find a seed in the water? And what <laughs> that would, would I then need? grow into a spirit that who would, has a thing that would help you. Who, like, that's not... would get the material that I needed just to get to the next linear step in the process. I think that's the thing about this game that was mm-hmm. really getting to me at a certain point. So that it is much more linear than it pretends to be. Yep. And I feel like that deception is intentional. And it makes yeah. me mad. And it makes me take this game personally <laughs> in ways that I probably shouldn't be. It's it's very... It is... No, because you're right. Because it is very linear to a certain point. Because in order to gather certain resources, you need certain spirits for them. And I remember I was running into an issue with um, Nebula Fiber. 
Mm -hmm. because I knew what I needed to do to get it. I didn't realize that I needed Alice to do it. Yeah, I also got stuck for a while on comets Mm -hmm. because I hadn't had... You didn't have Astro Giovanni. I didn't have Giovanni, like, far enough in the process yet. Like, I had him on my boat, but he wasn't Mm -hmm. in, like the right stage of being on my <laughs> yeah, boat. Okay. Oh, so frustrating. I yeah, it cuz there's certain resources that happen randomly in the world are gated to certain spirits and they have a system in place for after the spirit has moved on that you can continue to do this. However, if you have not met the spirit, you you can't do shit. You have to meet them and build their house. Build their house. I yeah. yeah. I cuz for Alice specifically, there's a, a a thing to collect nebula fiber where you go to a specific area where there are these little spooky pill bugs. And what you're supposed to do is have Alice on your ship. And she's like, hey, we'll watch your kids for a while. You must be exhausted uh, to this spooky sort of Giant lobster pill bug, bug yeah. um, which uh, whatever it triggers a mini game. You collect the stuff. If you go to this area beforehand, uh, before you've met Alice, you will find the pill bug, but you just sort of chase it off immediately, mm. which is very frustrating because I thought I was doing something wrong. Yeah, I knew no, I was I, where I needed to be. I had that for a little bit too. Um, with that. And it would re- there's just there's no direct indication as to which spirit correlates with each thing mm. either. It it's just kind of a random roll of the dice for whether you will have them when you encounter the thing for the first time. Mm. And for a while, I thought that the pill bug situation was just a fun sort of event that I was running into occasionally that Mm. I was it was just a cool thing that happened so when it came time to actually gather nebula fibers I became very frustrated yeah (laughs) it's a a lot of the stuff in the game sort of left up in the air without a direct quest marker or even a hint yeah and it's like if the game was actually as open world as the kind of like you drive a boat around Mm -hmm as premise suggests it should be, then that would probably be fine. But yeah. it is. You you are supposed to do events in mm-hmm. a certain order. And if you get out of order, it's going to fuck you up real bad and you're just going to have yeah. a bad time. And you're going to have overfished, so you're not going to need to fish. <laughs> so it's not going to occur to you to go fishing for a seed to grow mm-hmm. a spirit. The the game does get confused pretty easily, too, if you do spirit stuff out of order. Mm-hmm. Um I had Alice just kind of chilling at the prow of my boat during some really important scenes because Alice has dementia and she, after a certain point, will not leave the prow of the boat unless she mistakes you for her granddaughter. I think it's her daughter. Her daughter, um, which requires you to dress up as her daughter and go talk to her a couple of times. But um, if you don't do that and just kind of leave her there for a hot second like I was because I was clinging onto these spirits because I liked them, um, she'll just be there for some very uh, uh, distressing scenes. <laughs> like, she was h- hanging out when I first met the uh, the aluminum dragon. Oh. And she was just there. Oh, um, Which was upsetting uh, to have her there while I was doing this sort of as close to the as the game gets to boss battles. Yeah. And she was just kind of in the background when we introduced a couple new spirits. It was a little bit odd that uh, the game hadn't really... It wasn't ready for that. Uh, yeah, I had some issues when both Beverly and Giovanni pretty much simultaneously were ready to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was trying to get Giovanni to move on first because I mm-hmm. hate him yeah. more than I hate Beverly. <laughs> because something on a programmatic level was mm-hmm. happening where it like prioritized Beverly. It's like, okay, fine, I'll move Beverly on and then I'll do Giovanni. Mm-hmm. But that also kind of messed up the code at some point because when I took Giovanni to the spirit door yes. after having just taken Beverly there, 
the little, you know, exclamation point that mm-hmm. triggers, that lets you say, okay, time to go. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't triggering for him. And I had oh, to just kind of sit there, parked in mm-hmm. front of the spirit door for like 10 minutes oh, before yeah. that popped up. Yeah. And it's like, the- I didn't go anywhere. I, I stayed where I was at. And I was just like, I'm just going to do stuff around my boat until something happens because something is supposed to happen. And it just took 10 minutes of my real human life for the game to be like, oh, yeah. right, this is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. It's... And it was frustrating, especially that it was Giovanni that this happened with, because I'm like, can I just <laughs> I get this go. piece of shit off my boat? I yeah. hate him so much. He's the worst. Yeah. it. There's a couple of things that will trick the game irreversibly. Yeah. <laughs> it's very frustrating. And it, it, the thing is, it, it sucks that these parts of the game suck so much because I want to like it more than I, I do. Yeah, I was trying... Well, and it was easy, like, that first eight hours of, this yeah. hours of the game, it was so easy for me to love this. Yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's like fucking animal people, and there's farming sim, and that dope-ass cooking system, mm-hmm. and you can hug everyone, and it's just kind of like a sweet but somber little narrative mm-hmm. about death and letting go and memory and then you get stuck on fucking marble and you're and like why is that fucking marble ass to a halt just, everything just it, it spoils so much of the experience to have mm-hmm. those big like gameplay design issues mm-hmm. yeah and even i feel like this sort of thing could also be fixed having say i will build this shit into the narrative of the game itself i will give this to them if you had something on your ship that pointed you to where the next spirit that you needed to pick up was. Mm. If your ship was just like, I sense a spirit that we need to go help. Yeah. That would, I feel like, fix 90% of these problems because then yeah. you would pick them up in the correct order that the game wants you to pick them up in. Instead of stumbling across them and going, well, that's a spirit that I can pick up, but I don't know what I need to do to pick them up yet. Right, because, like, if you're looking at your map and you hover over, you know, one of the islands that you can visit, it'll tell you if there's a spirit there that mm-hmm. you haven't picked up yet. But, like, I got, I think his name is Buck, mm-hmm. uh, one of the spirits who's in the, like, Japanese-style islands. I don't mm-hmm. remember specifically which one. But you have to get the bounce ability to reach him. Mm-hmm. And you get that way after you reach these islands for oh, the yeah. first time. So he's just sitting there for like hours of gameplay, completely unattainable. <sighs> Meanwhile, on the other side of the map, I had, you know, Astrid, who mm-hmm. I could obtain, but I thought that I was missing an ability yeah. to obtain her. UI, what? Like the UI tells me the same thing for both yep. of these characters. It's like, mm-hmm. they're there. You'll be able to get them eventually. And it's like one of them I Literally could not get yet. Yep. And the other one I could, but I thought that I couldn't because I, I misunderstood something or a glitch mm-hmm. happened or something that confused me about what was in that area. And there, the game doesn't have a way to differentiate between these two spirits that at some point in the game I will be able to obtain. But one but of right them will now, be later and yeah. one of them is right now. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah, I I will admit to the only thing I pay attention to on those little um, indicators of what's on a certain island is if I'm looking for a specific resource. Yeah, because I don't I don't trust it to tell me where the spirits are. But that's not super helpful either because it's not. I guess like you know I can look for when I needed that marble. Mm-hmm. It's like oh it's in the mines and but there's a spirit at the door of the mines. It's like you can't come in until you know zipline. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't learn zipline until I get more spirits and I need the marble to, to get, get to more, more spirits. spirits. 
Yeah. The fact that it is so easy to accidentally trip up and make the game functionally unplayable yeah, seems like a huge oversight, and it's really disappointing for it, a game that was fun up until that point. It, and it is frustrating, because we've both been playing this, I guess this is the version that's available now, is the mm-hmm. Farewell Edition, which is yeah. supposed to be like the definitive version, mm-hmm. like the version of the game that has had all the big updates, and it's like... But this is still a I, problem with the... <laughs> I googled where to find the marble at mm-hmm. a certain point. Yeah. And the second thing that came up when I typed in Spirit Fairer Marble, marble. on Google mm-hmm. searches, Spirit Fairer, Spirit Fairer Marble stuck. Yep. Second search option. Mm-hmm. So this is a known problem in this game, and they didn't fix it for the definitive version, and that is very frustrating to me. Yeah. It's, I just, I want to like it so bad. I, I want to love this game. I tried so hard, but after the, you know... Getting stuck for so long on the marble and mm-hmm. then not getting stuck for that long on the ectoplasm, but mm-hmm. just looking up the answer and finding an absolutely ridiculous chain of events yeah. that I never would have stumbled across Mm-mm. or intuited on my own is like, I can't See, do this anymore. I'm, I'm done with this. See, I'm glad I know that now, too, because I don't fish all that often because after a certain point, I was only doing it to get the new fishes. Yeah. Because I have so many fucking fish right now so many fucking fish i don't need more fish i don't need more glass bottles Mm -hmm. i have so many of those from all the Mm -hmm. crates i had to loot yeah i don't need any more rotten shoes there was nothing to fish for except this thing that the game didn't tell me existed have you also run into the problem where if you say weren't paying a whole lot of attention to the trajectory of your ship and you ran into an event the game won't let you say no to doing the event, because my game will not let me skip events. That is interesting. <laughs> I have not encountered that. I know that, like, you'll stop moving, mm-hmm. and it will ask you if you want to do the event mm-hmm. for me, and if, only resume if you say yes or no, but... If the spirit is still on my boat, it will not let me skip the event. That is very weird. It's so frustrating, because I have so many fucking lightnings in a bottle right now. That... Definitely sounds like a glitch because it yeah. let me skip. Okay, yeah, no, it's it's very frustrating and it's to the point where I now need to very carefully plan out where my ship is going. I, I have you can set it to safe mode. Yeah, okay, safe, okay, yeah. good. Okay, that'll, I need to okay, that'll automate that won't trigger the events okay. at all. Because I'm just I'm so tired of doing the comet showers and the lightning in a bottle. I have no use for all of the shit that I have right now. <laughs> Ugh. I'm almost sad that we had to turn this into a like this I, is that what we are was wrong actually with the game. actually grumbling on yeah. Grumble Pack. Yeah, I know. I I also I really wanted to like this game, and I went into it being like, I think I'm gonna love this game because yeah, like, it's basically like a little cozy city builder. Uh-huh. I love shit like that, and it was just the peaks and valleys in this game's quality were so extreme that I just I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. I. Th- while I am playing this game, I keep jumping back to uh, Inscription because I'm having a lot more fun with Inscription yeah. because it's it's the difference between a game that accidentally soft locks you because of something and a game right. that actively works against you, but you know that and you expect that. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. See, again, it's like, it's not like, you know, when I get stuck in any other video game, mm-hmm. like an RPG, where I know, like, maybe I know what... I need to continue on, mm-hmm. but I don't have the resources yet or the skill level yet or mm-hmm. the experience points yet or whatever I need. And I can just go get that stuff. Yeah. 
and come back and try again until I eventually have whatever I need. That's fine. It's not like a puzzle where it's like, I don't know the answer, but I need to figure out the answer. That's fine. It was just the game has the code is just like, I will randomly give you this thing sometimes Mm -hmm. and you need enough of this thing. So better encounter those events where I randomly dish them out over and over and over again after you've already depleted everything else to do in the game. I think that's just not fun and it's not challenging. It's just annoying. I think this this game specifically and this episode of us talking about this game is going to be the first instance of us talking about a singular, specifically singular indie game where I don't recommend that people go play it. I, I yeah. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's 2022. Several game journalists and publications have raved about how good this game is. Chances are, if you are listening to this right now, you know how you feel about the game. Yeah. And us complaining about the the issues that we've run into it isn't going to really color your perception of it one way or another. And I will say, if you don't run into, like, if you just happen to by stroke of luck, not run into an issue where you get stuck because of not having enough resources. Yeah. This game's probably going to be a blast. Oh, absolutely. I bet that's all. I it's, bet that's an awesome version of Spirit Fair, and I would love to play it, but that's not the, the version that I got. It's very, I, I guess, go into it expecting to get stuck at some point. Like, you cannot, unless... So I'll, I'll give some <laughs> advice yeah. for people who want to try this game out. Don't let your own pride stop you from enjoying use the this wiki. game just fucking look it up <laughs> google it it's okay just look it up if you get stuck for even five yeah. minutes be like i'm missing something i'm gonna look it up mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah well those are our specific takes on spirit fair yeah. again we probably already have a solidified idea of how you feel about this game if you are listening to this right now i next next week we will talk about something a little bit more fun to complain we'll talk about, about something so. that i know that i <laughs> yeah. love yeah uh, but also is a hot mess. We'll, we'll go back to the sort of fun complaining about Dragon Age vibe. Yeah, I, I do I do feel stuff. bad complaining about, like, indie games, because mm-hmm. it's like, I know that they worked real well, hard on it. I know that they, they We know the off, work that goes into it. They pulled off a lot of shit with this game, yeah. too. Like, there is some really excellent stuff going on in Spirit Fair, but it's just like this issue that I had yeah. with it just, it was a deal breaker for me. It's, if this was, if two specific things would have to happen for me to feel worse about what we're doing right now. We would have to have any kind of audience. Fair. And if this was early on in the game's release, if this was like, right. if this was like fall of 2020 and we had a huge right. audience. And not that this game had gotten a ton of awards and recognition yeah. already. Yeah. It's, it's, we specifically complaining about something that we've come across is not going to hurt Thunder Lotus. I, I, I know, but it might hurt their feelings. It does, it does feel bad. It does feel bad. But like, if by any chance anybody from the Thunder Lotus studio listens to this, Y'all did a great job. We just, there's game design I, I, problems. I know that me feeling like the game design <laughs> choices in this were made to trick and anger <laughs> me specifically is not a rational feeling. That sh- it's just the feeling that I yeah, am having. It happens. But yeah, we, we'll, we'll talk about something a little bit more fun next time. Yeah. Um, I am, I think, going to continue to try to play the game uh, just because I have spent a lot of time on it now and I'm curious to see how it ends. I haven't run into that big thing with the gigantic owl spirit yet. I've only run into one. um, So I kind of want to know where that goes. 
But yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to start rolling into our exit right now. Yeah. Just thank, thank you for listening to this episode of Grumble Pack. We'll get a little bit more fun next episode. Um, we, will, we will talk to you in two weeks. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.